Todd. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 279. This episode is sponsored by a new sponsor. It's Hello Ned. Who the heck is Hello Ned? We're going to tell you. We met these guys. <laughs> Actually, we tried their products at the Mind Pump event. And it's a CBD product. They're from Colorado. Yeah. I Peonia, mean, I which is great. love the local people. Peonia is like the best. Did you know that Peonia is actually where the where Chaco originally started? I had no idea. Of course you know yeah. this stuff. Like I don't even, it's really bad that I don't even know where that is. It's on the Western Slope. It's okay. fine. It's beautiful. It's, it's it, Also, fun fact, the word Peonia means peony in Spanish. All right. Done with, with Peonia <laughs> trivia. Let's talk about Ned. So you can get a discount. If you want to try CBD products, and we know we've done some CBD products in the past, but um, this is kind of blowing up across the the athlete world. Um, it's really good for recovery. It's just really good overall. You can read all about the benefits of CBD on helloned.com. And to try it out, you can support the podcast by using the discount code GGW. This is something that I've been kind of playing around with, with my recovery, especially training for the marathon, which is next week, which we are going to talk about because I'm like, ugh, I'm getting so nervous. But this has helped a ton because it just kind of chills you out. It's you decreases your inflammation. It just, I mean, it's one of those things where you take it and you're like, oh my gosh, I noticed I haven't really felt any pain. It's pretty nice. So if you're interested in trying out the products, again, it's helloned.com and the discount code is GGW. And Brandon loves it. I haven't been able to try it because CBD and pregnancy, blah, blah, blah. But I'm really <laughs> jealous blah, blah, blah. of everybody. I know, I kind of feel guilty it. when I talk about it because... I'm so like, oh, it. you can't. Uh, mm, sorry. It's so great. And Claire can't use it. They do have a chapstick, which I use. Yeah. Oh, I love the and chapstick it, too. Well, I, I don't was... know what the, I don't know what the benefits of having like a full spectrum hemp chapstick are, but it is very moisturizing. Yeah. So. It's very moisturizing and um, <laughs> it smells really good, but they are just really cool guys too. And as you know, first and foremost, whenever we're working with a sponsor, we're like, we just like the people. If you're a good person and you have started your company from a good place. And we feel like that's something we want to support too. So when we were talking to them on the phone, I was like, I could just hang out with you guys. Like almost every single one of our sponsors would be someone who would be like, let's go hang out. That's the kind of sponsor that I want to work with. Hellonet.com and discount code GGW. GGW. I'm like a week away. Well, when this releases, I'll be leaving for New York City the next day for the marathon. And I'm so scared. I'm officially panicking, which is not helping. No, probably not. I'm officially in panic mode. So, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You just don't finish? Yeah. Okay. That's the so worst. then you're still in New York and you like go shopping and yeah. go to see Mean Girls? It's very true. Like, And then it's just a trip to go see Mean Girls. That's very true. I mean, yeah. that's, I think it's just like the disappointment. I'd be so disappointed if I can't finish it. You know you're not going to not finish. I so, just, like, do you have a goal other than just to finish? No. No. Great. Yes. Okay. Side note. Do you have like? Do you really not have a goal other than that? Like, are you going to be really disappointed don't. if you're like, if it takes you like six hours? Uh, that would suck. Only because I don't <laughs> want to be out there for six hours. Yeah. That's but funny. I mean, I think I'm just kind of like at a point where I, I have like serious PTSD from my last marathon, um, because it was just so. St- stupid and I didn't train well and my body broke down that I'm like, oh my God, what if my body didn't break down until after? No, it broke down at mile 16. But you still finished and like did fine. It was just like afterwards you hated your life. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. And And that was three years ago. Yeah. So I'm just like in this space where I just had a massage. So you can probably tell I'm like, uh, like I have so Zen. I just had a a massive massage from that same girl that I did the, the CBD massage from. Did you get a CBD massage this time or just yeah, normal massage? a CBD massage, which oh totally gosh, like zends you out. Yeah, it's so nice. But she just dug in. I have like some really bad tightness on my right side. And so she was just like digging into my leg. And I was just like <gasps> breathing the whole time, like deep, doing deep breathing. And um, she's this teeny little thing. And I'm like, I don't, I've never had such a deep massage from anyone. She's the same girl I was telling you guys about last time, Brittany from A New Spirit. Near Sloan's like, if anyone wants to go see her. Anyway, so I'm just I'm just in full panic mode, which I know is horrible, but I just gotta be honest. Like I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Why did I do but this? But like you're so you're just freaking out because you're nervous about the experience in general? I'm nervous that it, my body's gonna break down. I'm nervous. What's the longest run you've done? Eighteen? Mm-hmm. 
and how, and but you said you felt great. I felt okay. Yeah, I I think yeah. I'm just like I'm just panicking, and it's not helping. So I'm like this whole yeah. week I'm just gonna have to chill. I'll just I'll just tell you what you tell me, which is like you're not nervous. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm just excited. Yeah, just, exactly. You just have to reframe your anxiety about it to be excited. Oh, yeah. And you know that it's just silly anxiety. Yeah. So it'll be fun when you get there. It'll be so fun. And you'll the get energy. Of it, it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Just focus on me girls. Yeah, I know. God, I'm so excited to That's see that. That's what I'm focusing on for you. So yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if like, I just was like, never mind. I'm not going to do the race. And I just like wake up and <laughs> go. Have yeah. Pancakes. I would be completely, I would understand. Um, anyway, so that's, that's like very soon. And, uh, I will be in Russellville, Arkansas while you're running your, what are you doing in Arkansas? My grandparents live there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My, my grandpa, who's going to be 91 and he's 92, he's going to be 92 and he's going to do 92 sit-ups on his birthday. This is that grandpa. Yes. And my grandma, who's going to be, both of their birthdays are like in the first week of November. And so is my mom's, my mom and both of her parents are all first week of November babies, but my grandma's going to be 87 or 88 and my grandpa's going to be 92. And, and he's doing 92 yeah. sit-ups. He does sit-ups all the time. He does like 90 sit-ups every day. Do you, man you, is, does he make everyone around him do it with him? No, absolutely not. That is very, very unlike him. Oh, really? He's very just like, I'm going to do my thing. He's not like rah, rah, come get fit. He's just like, this is his life. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate that. And he would never. I think there's something to be said about just doing like, you know. Do your thing. Doing your thing. Going to the park and doing like the little like pull-ups, like the pull-up stations at the park. Yeah. You know? And like. Oh, good. I think that's, there's something to be said about that. Yeah. They go to the fitness center every single day and my grandma walks laps and my grandpa does the little weight machines. I love people that and walk does laps. Sit-ups. And like the mall walkers, my in-laws are mall walkers and it's adorable. Yeah. If they had a mall in Russellville, they would be mall walkers. Yeah. My grandma would be. Yep. They're like fitness goals. Like this is, so my grandma at the beginning of the summer, some point this summer, she had been on, I don't remember the full story, but long story short, she got down to like less than 25% kidney function. And it was like an antibiotic thing. And she, anyway, she had a kidney infection and um, and she bounced back from that. Like who at 87 is like bouncing back from that? That's yeah. like serious and, like, goals. These are always the, one, the you know, grandparents I talk about where I'm like, they should, they buy the groceries at Walmart. Yes. They belong to like a $10 a month fitness center, God. you know, but like they make everything at home from scratch. They have an amazing, amazing community. They volunteer all the time. They're like really active in their church. Everybody in town knows them. That's what, you know, like, like more and more, I'm just so appreciating yeah. that. Like today I had this moment, I was walking around my house and doing some chores and stuff. And I was like, man, what would it be like if I had no, uh, that I was, that I was like really unplugged from health and wellness and not in a, not in like a clueless, I don't care way, but just more of kind of a nonchalant, um, you know, just like I could take it or leave it way. And I just want to like live my life and be like eat decent and you know like right in the middle of the road like what would my life be like I had that moment today where I was like I'm just really immersed in the health and wellness world that I can't not see it now but I almost there's days where you kind of just not need a break but you just kind of wish that you didn't know everything that you know I know yeah where it's like I wish I could just like go to McDonald's and not like worry about it yeah like I drive by (laughs) like all the fast food places all the time and like there's Chick-fil-A, Dunkin' Donuts, whatever. It's like right around I'm like, And there's how, the lines, I, all the time. Lines. I'm like, how easy would my life be if I could just, and don't get me wrong, I do get fast food sometimes. Like I'm not like a fast food purist. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> but like, I, I would love that it. about you, by the way. I love that you like, you'll like just text me a picture of like French fries and then you have to like hide so the bag good. and like throw it away. Yeah, off. I have to throw it away before I get home because Brandon will judge me. Which is fine. <laughs> Whatever. I love chicken McNuggets. We'll let it be known. But I also know that like if I ate them as much as I wanted to, there would be some serious health consequences. <laughs> yes. But it's like, I don't know. There's just days where you're kind of like, it It would be nice to be, and I have this choice, but I feel like it's just really ingrained in me to be like super healthy that, you know, middle of the road just feels like appealing at times. I'm like, I would just really like to be some middle of the road mentality with this instead of always. But that's the thing is like, 
you wouldn't be like you'd still be you. And I don't think any, I think there are very few people out there who truly um, could, could live middle of the road. Like they, you would always still be looking for that next thing. You just would be like getting the wrong information. Well, maybe it would be with something else though. Like maybe it would be with like a different topic or different subject. I don't know. I just feel like the food and fitness thing. I guess that's true. Like you would just be immersed in something else. Yeah. Like what I if always, I was just like a painter and was like Bob Ross, like the female I version. I think about of- that a lot <laughs> because as you know, the way that Brandon and I started CrossFit was I gave him a birthday yes. present and like birthday card on one yes. side that was a climbing gym membership yes. and the other side was a CrossFit gym membership. You had a sliding doors moment. Yes. You completely. easily could have had a complete, we, this we podcast were. would not have existed. Would not have happened. Is <laughs> this our friendship? I would never have even met you. No. I, yeah, our, my life would be so That would be so, so sad. <laughs> I know. Like, my, my life would be completely different if we hadn't, and like, who knows, maybe we would have eventually started CrossFit because we were interested in it, right. but like, it would have been totally different. Right. And we were really into the climbing. I worked for Alpinist Magazine. Yeah. Like, you, you know. In it. Like, you were I was in it. Super outdoorsy. Super outdoorsy. Super, super in it. I mean, I, you know despite the fact that I physically could not fit into my harness right now, if I wanted to, like, mm-hmm. like when we went, <laughs> we were in Iceland and we were on the glacier and I was like, has anyone else here ever even worn a harness before? And everyone was like, no, <laughs> like, or crampons. That's what I was crampons, asking. I was like, yeah. has anyone else here ever worn crampons? Everyone oh was yeah. Like, no. Why would we worn crampons? I was like, I own my own pair of crampons. Yeah. yeah. I have Claire's personal crampons. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I do sometimes wish I was more into the outdoor world than the CrossFit world. Because I, I find outdoor pursuits, generally speaking, more fulfilling. Yeah. Like on a spiritual level, being outside is more fulfilling totally. to me than being in the gym. Yeah. But it's a lot harder to go outside than it is to go to the gym in a meaningful way, which is why I do CrossFit. Well, I mean, I think there's something to be said, though, about like all the pictures you take with your like feet in the water and like sitting by a creek. Oh, yeah. I mean, I always try. <laughs> yeah. But like, and I don't, I just don't have the, I mean, I barely have the lifestyle to get to the gym, let alone like go camping. I mean, you know, you know right. what happened when we tried to go camping. Right. We had to come home at two in the morning because Miles freaked out. <laughs> it's just a different phase of my life. It's okay. Yeah, totally. But, but yeah, there's, I see what you mean. Like, yeah. what if you were instead like super into, I don't know, you could be a crazy dog lady. Yeah. I mean, you practically are. <sighs> I practically am. Yeah. I just, I think about that a lot. It's like, okay, what if we, I mean, you can play the what if game all day. But like, what if yeah. there was no Instagram? What if there was no Facebook? What if we went? I mean, when I got married, I didn't get my Instagram, I didn't get my Facebook account until after I got married. And I just remember being like, what the heck is this Facebook thing? And joining it. And then I was obsessed, obviously. But I just remember thinking, like, now I look back, I'm like, how much, what did I do with all that time before social media? Like, what, what did I do without all that connection? Like, how did I connect with people? Well, pretty organically. Like, I was texting people or talking to people on the phone. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it's from just that, like, psychology personality standpoint, I'm always so interested of, like, how that stuff shapes us. And I think I, like, did homework. Just, yeah. All, yeah. And, like, we're just inundated with information. So, it just yeah. fascinates I me mean- of, like... Before social media, I was just like in high school and mm-hmm. I just did extracurricular activities. Yeah. But yeah, I still like I didn't have I got Facebook right around the time that I really got into texting. Okay. Like I didn't really even start texting until after high school because I didn't have a texting plan. I only had a oh. voice plan. My yeah, first I cell mean, phone was in college. And it was probably yeah, like as big as my school. forearm. It was like yeah. huge. I had a Motorola flip phone. <laughs> I love those flip phones. I love the phones that like in like the movies where they're like, they're pissed and they just close it. Yeah. I had a razor. Oh my gosh. I had a razor in college. Every, I mean, who didn't have a razor? Mm-hmm. Um, a pink one. Oh, um, so cute. I was, I did read. So the other day I was reading this New York times article about, um, limiting screen time for kids and how all like the Silicon Valley executives are, don't let their kids have screen time. Yeah. Which I read is kind that. of ironic. Yeah, I saw that. And Yeah. First of all, the article has no research in it at all. So, like, eh, maybe take it with a grain of salt. But it's just very anecdotal to think that, like, these people who live their lives surrounded by tech are the ones who seem to be the most wary of, like, giving it to their kids all the time. Yeah. But the point of this 
is that I also had read something a while ago about giving, it was like the case for giving your high schooler a flip phone. And I was like, genius. Miles isn't getting a smartphone until he's in college. I saw that too, where they just get a flip phone. Just solves all the problems. Yeah. It's like, why? Yeah. It's like, it's the same psychology with dogs. It's like, don't give them an opportunity. Like, don't give them an opportunity to go run. They can still text. Yeah. Yeah. But they can't like be on social media all the time and they can't like post dick pics when they're 15. Oh, I know. Oh, being a teenager is so, it's just, yeah, (laughs) just all over the map. So much harder these days. And we're, I'm just praying that like in in like 12 years, everything will be easier. People with teenagers right now. People will have figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a teenager right now. Lord almighty. I want to know. How do you sleep I at don't, night though, with all at the, the same stuff? Time, it just sounds so stressful. <laughs> with all the stuff to worry about. Like, I think my mom, the biggest worry that she had was like that I'd come home at night. Like, she would just wait up until she. Oh heard the yeah, door I mean, close. I'm going to be worried about that yeah. anyway already. Yeah. But yeah, but she wouldn't. I, they had no way of getting hold of us. Right. Like, uh, I had a pager. I mean, so yeah, nothing but, existed. Yeah, no. And I remember in high school, like the only way she knew I was home was the front door would shut and she'd, yeah, right. and she'd fall asleep. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, parents. Sliding door moments. Do you ever think about that? Like, was there like a true oh, sliding Oh yeah, I have a lot of them. Do you really? Yeah. Like I got into, I almost went to school in North Carolina yeah, in Wilmington. I remember that. And then I got in off the wait list to Santa Clara instead and then still only went to Santa Clara for one semester because yeah. it was and I always wonder like if I had gone to Wilmington, would I have stayed there? Yeah. Or would I have I gone back to you? I don't know, because the reason I didn't like Santa Clara was because um the campus was so tiny and isolated. Mm. And San Jose sucks when you're eighteen. Yeah. There's nothing to do there. Yeah. Whereas like Wilmington is this really cool beach town. I don't know. It could, could it, you, could you, know, have, you could have been a mermaid. I, you never know. I could have been a mermaid. And like, <laughs> think about how badly I wanted to be a surfer. So yeah, badly. So badly. <laughs> That's like my I number one missed opportunity so in my life. But I want. I, I, I still. I would do it. So hard that you like wore Roxy and like you oh were my gosh, so into nothing the but Roxy and and like Ocean Pacific and Vans. I only shopped at PacSun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had an entire wall in my room was just nothing but like surf photos and cla- I only watched surf movies. Oh my! God. I was obsessed, guys. Blue Crush. Blue Crush. It could happen. It really could. But like and like all the you know never summer like all the oh, or, you know, yeah so many. I think my oh, biggest so sliding door moment would probably be when I was applying to grad schools because I was trying to follow a boyfriend out to Chicago and I didn't get into school there. And I was like, okay, what do I do now? Do I go to, do I go to Denver or do I stay in Arizona? And I obviously decided to go to Denver, but I always wonder about that. I've been watching, I want to talk about the haunting of Hill House because I know people like either love or hate uh, scary movies. And this is a scary show on Netflix, and um, I know you won't. <laughs> Claire's drinking out of like the brightest yellow water bottle right it now. It looks like a duck, doesn't it? It's so bright. I got this little like kids hydro flask because I'm really not drinking enough water. When you're pregnant, you're supposed to drink like a crap ton of water, which is ironic because you have no bladder space. Yeah, at I was all. gonna say that's such a cruel joke. It's a terrible joke. Yeah, but I've been really bad about drinking water, and so I bought this little like kids hydro flask because I thought, oh, if it's small. Yeah. And I will actually carry it around with me. And Miles picked it out and it is rubber duck yellow. And it fully looks like a rubber duck because it has like a little so straw. so bright. But it's really cute. Yeah. And how's your Fine. water drinking going? Well, I just got it today. I'll oh, keep you awesome. updated. Okay. Let's, yes. keep, let's keep a water log going. Uh, we could all drink more water. Okay. So um, The Haunting of Hill House is a show on Netflix that's uh, based off of a book. I think it's like loosely based off of a book because the critics, what I've heard is like, it's not super close to the book, but it's so good. And I hate scary movies or scary shows, like hate them. I guess I should say though, like I'll watch stuff like The Handmaid's Tale, which is like disturbing. Yeah, but and that's not, it's not like scary, scary. It's, it's not, not like jump scary. Out of the closet, scary. No, 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 not at all. It's just like disturbing where you're like, well, that sucks. And like Breaking Bad, I could totally tolerate because once you kind of get invested in the characters and you see that the stories aren't meant to just be disgusting for disgusting sake, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, this is like the right, you, you just appreciate the whole like art of it. 
the writers, the direction, and I like got super into the podcast for Breaking Bad. Like they had a like a recap after every show, which was amazing with Vince Gilligan. Anyway, I kind of look at Haunting of Hill House in that same category where it's just like it's super suspenseful and like the whole time it's mostly suspenseful. Like it's not like there's some parts where you're like actually <laughs> I'm like totally like talking out of both sides of my mouth because there was literally one part where I screamed so loud and all of my pets just left the room because <laughs> I got so scared. And Scott was like, oh my God, like you did not need to scream that loud. And I was like, oh my God, that was so scary. <laughs> yeah. And all my pets left the room. But like overall, the show's super, super good. But a lot of people have been like, oh my gosh, I've been reading articles that like people are getting sick watching this show. I'm like, how? No. Like if you're watching Saw, which I've never seen and I will never see it because I don't want to have nightmares of people's like limbs getting ripped off. But like this show is definitely not in that category. Like it's not gory for gory's sake. It's just super well written. The character is so like messed up in the beautiful way that we all are. And it's just got a really cool story. So Anyone out there who's like really hankering for a good Halloween something to do? I, yeah, this won't surprise you. I don't even know what you're talking about. I so mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched Tumbleweed for two hours. I was going to say, though. you probably watched uh, Harry Tumble Potter Leaf, again. <laughs> Tumbleweed, Tumbleweed. <laughs> you know what? Tumbleweed was great. Fig the Fox is very clever. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, you don't need, I, I think there's like hit and miss with those shows because some of the scary movies, I think, um, Scott wants to want want watch one. Uh, it's gonna drive me nuts. I'll think of it when I'm not thinking of it. Um, there's a a movie out that he really wants to see, and I'm like, I just don't want to watch it. It looks so terrifying, but not gory. It just looks so terrifying. Oh, it's gonna drive me crazy. What it's called anyway? But uh, I think Tony Collette is in it. Yeah, I think Tony Collette's in it. So this show, I think you can handle if you. I, there's like something fun about like, I mean, granted this episode's going to come out on November 1st, but I think there's like something fun about watching something scary on Halloween. Like the idea of it's like really fun. Like, yeah, oh, it's scary. I don't know. I prefer like the great pumpkin. Yeah. That's more my Halloween oh, flavor. Oh, I love that. I love that movie. So good. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for the new Fantastic Beasts movie. Okay. Which is a Harry Potter thing. So what's the like, name of coming it? Coming out. Um, the Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. I feel like I saw previews of it. Is this the I'm one? sure you have. Yeah. Has Johnny Depp in it and Jude Law. Uh-huh. Um, Jude Law plays a young Albus Dumbledore. Okay. Johnny Depp is Grindelwald. And everyone's like kind of pissed that Johnny Depp didn't get out, like outed, uh, not outed, didn't get kicked out because of like the sex uh, oh, abuse stuff. yeah. Which yeah, I think yeah, is yeah. legit. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But at the same, I mean, I appreciate that side of the conversation and i also think he is the perfect cast perfect person to play this uh-huh. i don't think that should negate any thing that has happened yeah um but the that conversation i had i'm very excited about him being in that role yeah um oh hereditary when, sorry the name of the movie is hereditary <laughs> oh the one yes. the scary one <laughs> we'll not um, be watching that anytime soon yeah yeah uh oh i um, did we already talk about Star is Born? No. You saw that, didn't I you? I saw it. Did you love it? <sighs> okay. Let me talk about Because that's the this. only other movie that I've been like, everyone's like, oh, you have to go see this movie. I'm okay. like, I'm not going. I can't. I don't see movies in okay. my life. Okay. It's not but what happens um, to me. But. Well, okay. So, spoiler alert. If you're going to watch the movie, uh, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. But just know that if you really want to watch the movie and don't want anything like given away fast forward for like two minutes i'm gonna try and keep it two minutes um i wasn't like super super jazzed about it like everyone's just like oh my gosh this movie and i think it's because a it's lady gaga and like hello i want to go see lady gaga sing like she's amazing that was the draw for me right and then what's his bucket the cutie patootie Bradley Cooper. Thank you. (laughs) 
like, ah. Okay, names. it's so funny because the only other conversation I've had about this movie was also me was like, and what's the other guy's name? You know? <laughs> it's like Bradley Cooper. His but the Bradley cool Cooper. thing was like reading about it and like he followed around Eddie Vedder for months and months to like get the feel of what it's like to be a superstar, which I'm like, really? Is that like, I want to follow around Eddie Vedder for research. Like, give me a break. Um, but of course, Scott loved that. And the movie, I was kind of like, I was just like not super jazzed. Like it was good, but I was ready to be like wrecked. It didn't and it live was, up to the hype. It didn't live up to the hype. I okay. will say though that I loved watching it because I love watching Gaga. And she's sure. she's just, I mean, Scott felt like she was a little too overacty in it. Like she kind of overacted all her parts, but I'm like, but. Gaga can do whatever she wants. like that, though, isn't he? Doesn't Scott, like, always say something like that? Yeah, Scott thinks, unless it's, like, a super indie movie that you have to, like, knock three times into a door that has a secret passageway, and then there's, like, two people in the theater. Like, that's the only way he'll be like, this movie's great. Like, it was a puppet show, Scott. This was a legit (laughs) art project. He and Love Brandon really need to see more movies together they because really Brandon do, is Brandon, like that. Brandon is like int- he majored in experimental film. Literally, his bachelor's Brandon, is an experimental film. Brandon, what does it even mean? It's like the creative writing of film. Brandon is so intent on hating every movie. He's like yes. he won't like see. Yeah, like <laughs> I want him to, wanted him to see Get Out. I was like, okay. By the way, listeners, if you haven't seen Get Out, it's amazing. Like that is one movie that I'll be like a plus. No, I will stand I behind. Even watch the preview. That looked so scary. Oh my god! No, 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 no way! It's not really? even. Have you no. seen the preview? Because it's terrifying. Yeah, the preview is terrifying. The movie is amazing. Terrifying? No, really. Mm-mm. I literally had nightmares. Like I, no. I know what happens in the movie because yeah. I had to look it up on Wikipedia and read about how it ends because the trailer scared it's me just, so much that I wasn't able to fall asleep. What helped me is that if you listen to the episode that the director had on Oprah, he um, talks all about writing the film, and it's he's so he's such a smart I guy. I just feel like Jordan you, Peele. Everything in your life that you like is like, yeah, I heard it on Oprah's podcast. It is. But, it, but no, you know what it is? Whenever I really like something. No judgment, Joy. I'm <laughs> but, but, but I was following Key and Peele like way before the Oprah interview. But Jordan Peele wrote this movie and I liked his interview of like how he described what the movie was about. It really made me appreciate the movie even more. Because I was like, oh my God. I, and I think that's why I like certain shows that can be disturbing. Because if I hear someone talk about their creative process of like why they made it the way they made it, that I'm like, I can see the whole big picture that they're not just creating it just to be like disgusting or scary or scare the crap out of people. But Jordan Peele was like, I wanted to encapsulate all the microaggressions that white people have on black people and put that into a, like a horror film. And it's brilliantly done. It's so brilliantly done. Um, so I was telling Brandon about that. I was like, you've got to see it. Like, it's so well done. And he's like, no, no, no. I just, I don't think I'd like it. And I'm like, no, you have to see this movie. Like, I feel like everyone is, it should be a requirement to see that movie as a human. From the artistic standpoint, it's really not scary. But if you hear him talk about it on that interview, you'll be like, oh, Wow. That's brilliant. Yeah, That's Brandon only is like wants to see movies if they're like like really edgy. And he'll be like, or if they're um, sci-fi. Like he really likes really oh, overdone oh, sci-fi. Oh, so movies. does Scott. Scott I like, know he he's like oh. half the ones he watches. He's like, well, Scott said this one was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Like when do you even talk to Scott? <laughs> they text. They must text. And they Scott must. with his like one word responses every two months. Like the guy can barely text back to anyone. That's okay. Anyway. Cause Brandon makes stuff for it probably by sending him like paragraphs at a time. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> <sighs> That's great. I don't even know how we got on the, the scary movie thing. Um, um, Cause we were talking anyway, about that scary movie and, you wanted to see. And your Harry and Potter we were movie. About, okay. I want to see Harry Potter. Um, I'm really excited for Halloween season to be over so that I can, um, Move on to your birthday month? Move on to, well, my birthday month, but more so holiday season. Mm-hmm. I've re- I'm like this year, because I've been like nesting big time. So I never nested with Miles really. And I kind of thought it was like a hoax. Um, I was like, nesting is like a Hallmark holiday basically mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. my mind. But it is, it's legit. And I, people think that nesting means like buying a bunch of crap. Nesting means like 
you pull your your oven out to clean the sides of your oven. Yeah. Like where you're like, I need to like get my vents cleaned. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like you start that. like dusting blinds. and Yes. And or like the other day I went out into the backyard and like cleaned the backyard. Like yeah. how, how do you clean a yard? I don't know. Did you I rake? Did it. Yeah. Uh, no, I have to rake again. We have this huge silver maple in oh, front of our house. Mm-hmm. Our entire yard is covered in no joke, at least an inch of leaves. And there's still half the leaves on the tree. Yeah. Like just wait. You just last, have to wait. Last year I raked four times. Uh-huh. I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. We did We've made <laughs> the year, same like, mistake. I, but every time I dry, I pull up to the house, I'm like, just breathe yeah. and walk into the house. Yeah. Don't get the rake. Mm-hmm. You're pregnant. You have a freaking walking boot on. Don't get the rake, Claire. Don't get the rake. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, I remember. The, go ahead. Yes. No, I just remember we never talked about stars board. We wanted to talk about that. Oh, and yeah. We okay. Over you, it. you were underwhelmed. Yeah. You did. You, did underwhelmed. you were underwhelmed. Okay, good. That's, I mean, okay. it's, it's, it's worth seeing if you want, if you love Gaga, but don't be, don't expect to leave like, oh my gosh, what just happened like to life me? Changed. The world just turned upside down. And not many people know that that movie has been made twice already. There's been two remakes. The original, and then it was made again in the 70s, I believe. And then, so this is the third. Anyway, just had to put that little PSA out there. So go see it, but don't be like, don't have the hugest, highest expectations. Just go in thinking you're going to see beautiful Gaga. You're going to hear her sing amazing songs. Bradley Cooper's adorable. And like, okay, Or maybe fine. like wait for it to come out. Yeah, fine. On Amazon Prime but and don't, drink some wine with yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. Like we went and saw it at the Alamo, which is great because they, yeah. they have snacks. Great, that's like a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, it really takes a lot. Now that we have this like theater thing in our house. Oh yeah. Like why would you leave your house? Why would I ever go out to a movie? (laughs) It's really only if there's something I want to see in 3D, Mm -hmm. which is almost nothing. Mm -hmm. Like very few things even come out, you know, it's like Pixar maybe. But even then, like we didn't see Incredibles 2 in 3D. Like we'll see the Harry Potter one in 3D just because I'm such like a Harry Potter nerd. Yeah. But other than that, like. Sometimes if there's a new superhero movie, we'll go out and see it because it really, you know, the the types of movies where it really is a different experience if you see it in the For theater. Sure. Yeah. But those are few and far between. Few and far truly, between. Truly, I feel like. Yeah. So, yeah, we have an in-home theater with surround sound. It's like, I'm not going to pay 40 bucks to go to yeah. the movies. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. For sure. Um, oh, nesting. Mm-hmm. So, we are getting our house re- redone. Re- we're not remodeling our house. We're uh-huh. getting a few things in our house remodeled. We got new, like tile in our bathroom we're getting butcher block countertops just the cosmetic stuff and we finally finished painting our freaking cabinets yeah here's the problem with the cabinet painting a psa for anyone listening to this yes listen up Home i had heard horror stories about cabinet painting and i was like what's the big freaking deal like how hard could it be to just paint like 15 rectangles i was wrong guys it was hard our cabinets were so 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 cheap we have like the cheapest builder grade. Our whole house is like cheapest builder grade everything. And when we moved in, we knew that. And when we were looking for houses, first of all, our budget was pretty low. And second of all, we were like, you know, our our qualification was like, we we want a house where there are maybe upgrades to be made, but like we're happy with the state that it's in right now as well. Like we don't have to spend a bunch of money before we even feel like we could move in. Right. And so we've kind of just slowly been doing things. You know, like in the first year we like put in a new water heater and got an egress window in the basement, got new gutters, like all this crap that was like, I just spent two grand on gutters and no one ever is going to be like, oh, nice gutters. Yeah. That sucked. Drives me crazy. So now that we're through all those types of things, we can kind of like start to. For real adulting right there. We need to spend sucks. money and shit that you don't want to spend money on. Our gutters were level. Mm-hmm. Who puts in level gutters? Mm-hmm. So then we also had to get new soffit i didn't even know what soffit was (sighs) anyway home home ownership yeah sucked Mm -hmm. so anyway now that that's done we can like do fun stuff yeah and but it's like the seal broke on nesting when we started doing these and i'm like oh my gosh like we sold our old couch got two new like couch things i'm already like get these out of here we need a third option (laughs) and and it's like no we're committed like you can't just we can't just keep selling like you can't yeah. just keep buying couches until you find one that you like. Like that's you can't yeah. do that with couches. That's yeah. like a boot thing, not yeah. a couch thing. Yeah. <laughs> Says like, the guy mm-hmm. who won't even buy like a 
coffee table. <laughs> yeah, we sold out a coffee table. Oh, okay. Um, it's a sore subject. <laughs> fine. Um, anyway, so I'm like going nuts, and um, the point to full circle. The I really have started wanting to decorate for the holidays, like real bad. Yeah. And like a couple weeks ago, we had that snowstorm, and I was like, I'm putting out the Christmas tree. And I was like, it is <laughs> I barely had, October. I had that thought today. I had that thought today because I was like, you know what? I really like my Christmas tree. And it makes me kind of sad that it's only up for like six weeks out of the year. And today I had a oh, thought that cool. I was like, you know, how bad would it be if I it put be? it up right now? I mean, no, not a bit. I would this be is excited. how, this is what, you know, those people that you make fun of that's like, oh, they got their Christmas lights all up already. No, this like, is how they this feel. This is They're how like, they feel. I want to be in the They're holiday spirit. Like, I, now I can't judge them anymore. I, yeah, not at all. Get so and excited. Just this like little three foot tall Christmas tree that, that we got forever ago. I think. Oh, I think you posted like, pictures of it. it Was it the yeah. one that you had at your old apartment too? Yeah. TJ and Lindsay gave it to us. Like six years ago and it's so cute but I'm like it's time it's time to get a full-size Christmas tree yeah and so I'm like looking at full-size Christmas trees on mm-hmm. pure one <sighs> just so many things it really is exciting and uh Costco Target all those stores aren't helping because like oh my gosh I went to Hobby decor- Lobby the other day oh my god half the store is freaking Christmas decorations yeah. how can you it's even like, I had to go there for something stupid like labels or something and, and you leave with like a huge tree. And like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I go for labels and I come home. You know what's the worst for stuff like animatronic that? Animatronic Santa Claus. <laughs> Scott Scott texted me a picture the other day of he was at Home Depot and it's just this huge lawn decoration that just spells out joy. And I was like, oh, if you really love me, you would get that for me. He texted me the price tag. $700. I'm like, who puts those lawn ornaments on your lawn that's like $700? I will say a really good one in my neighborhood right now is the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Like, that's brilliant. That's a good, that's a, that's a good decoration. I'm down with that. Like for $700? Yeah. No. What are we I don't doing? Feel like any what are we, what are we even doing? You know what? One of my you could give me that money and I could buy another couch. Problem <laughs> <laughs> solved. You know what I do love though is like I love that decoration that just blasts lights onto your house. It's like you know what? Oh, so, so, but someone, someone, so lazy. You know, you know that was invented by a dad that was like, "Fuck yes. this shit! I'm not putting up lights anymore." Yeah. Just turning on a strobe light in front of my house and just changing out the gel every holiday. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hate those. They're so, I have a friend. They don't work that know. well either. Oh, I mean, they they're kind of so cool, stupid. but they don't look that great. Some of the Halloween ones are cool because they do can kind of look like spooky. Yeah. But the Christmas ones, I'm like, God, just put up Christmas lights. Like mm-hmm. this looks so dumb. They're definitely not as um, bright. No, I Sorry, if you're somebody listening who you're like, oh my god, I just spent $400 on those things. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Know I just offended you. <laughs> I just you. I have a good friend who is like personally offended by Christmas tree light nets. Oh, the ones that go over the bu- the bushes? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what? A lot of these look like torture devices. It's like someone yeah. that was like, you know, in the army just like was like, it's hey, like a booby could- trap, but it's festive. <laughs> You could, this could double as a booby trap. And like, if this was around, if that was around during Home Alone, it totally would have been part of (gasps) it. Totally would have been. I would have like fallen down off and would have gotten stuck. (laughs) I wish you guys could see the miming that I just did of being stuck in a web of Christmas lights. Um, Yeah. Uh, She's like personally offended anytime she sees them. She just gets so mad. How can she tell? she, oh, oh, she can tell. You, she can tell because they're like so perfectly placed, right? right? Yeah. Which I think for bushes, it's ge- I think it's genius. Like, yeah. why would you do that? Yeah. No, she's not you on board. You know what I equate these to? <laughs> it's like rubber gloves with, with nail polish on it. Have you ever seen those? <laughs> rubber gloves with nail polish on it? Yeah, it's like just a convenience thing or like an aesthetic thing. It's like not necessary. Have you ever seen rubber gloves that have like actual like fake nail are polish? You, okay, when you're saying rubber gloves, are, do you mean like like the cleaning kind you gloves. wash your dishes with? Yeah. Uh huh. What? No. You've never thing. seen that? No. So it's like it's like it's, a novelty item. Yeah, it's a novelty item, but it's like unnecessary. Like it's an aesthetic thing. Yeah, but the net thing, I feel like, has some utility to it. Like 
you're not. I mean, you never know. Someone could be really cold. into their painted nails and yes. not need ink gloves. Like, how dare you wear? Anyway, I did see an Instagram ad today. Now that you bring that up, mm-hmm. for rubber gloves that have like little nobbles on nobbles <laughs> on the whole thing, and so your no. glove becomes like your sponge. Okay. Put the glove on. You put the soap on your actual glove, and it's covered in. It's like silicone <gasps> little. Things. Oh. And then you just wash the dishes with your hands, How but your convenient. hands have like little nobbles on them. Is novel a word? It is. Okay. Now. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean, but I was like, yeah. you know, so many words that I don't, I don't know that I'm like, is that no, actually novel? Is not the technical. We term. do need to have a grammar corner again because I wouldn't really appreciate the the lesson. The who versus whom? Of who versus whom? Yeah. Uh, was, was it the other one I did? It I was, did one on Instagram stories for lose versus loose. Oh, that and, one drives oh, me nuts. Losing and loosing. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just do it right now. Let's just losing. But it, but it was it was the one that I had um, the one before where it was like uh, I versus we. I think it was I versus we or you and I versus you and me. That's what it was. Yes. Okay. I versus. I still yeah. get it wrong, but go ahead. She and I versus. Yeah. Or she, that's a, like that's Sandy and I and person. Sandy and me. Yeah. Easy. Really easy. Just take Sandy out. And what would you say? Okay. Would you say I or me? Okay. 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 That's, that's how you, that's how you pick. Great. Okay. Super easy. Go, losing go loose and losing. <laughs> and loosing. I think most people just, they, 99% of the time they mean to say losing and they spell loosing. I don't know why, because lose is L-O-S-E. So why would losing have two O's? No idea. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Lose. Pay attention, Losing. Kids. Yeah. To, you know, losing the act of something getting lost. Loosing with two O's is the act of loosening something or, or it's the act of untying something. Mm-hmm. So, and then I had a lot of people message me and they were like, well, wouldn't you just say loosening? So here's the difference between loosing and loosening because loosing is a word. You would loose, you could like loose a pack of dogs. Uh huh. You set them loose. That's what loosing is. Mm-hmm. Loosening is like if you have a knot and you're going to loosen it. Great. Great. Got it? Great. Right. <laughs> I just made up a word. I said great and right at the same time. <laughs> started to say great. <laughs> started to say cool, but then I started to say great. I said great. Right. <laughs> yeah, we got it. So loosing something to set something loose. You're loosing a pack of dogs. You're loosing, I don't know, something else. Loosening is like a knot. You're going to loosen it. Uh-huh. And I think the confusing thing was that I used the knot example. Yeah. Because you could also loose a knot, which would mean you would completely untie it. Yes. So this, that's the difference. Loosing, L-O-O-S-I-N-G, to set something loose. Losing, L-O-S-I-N-G, mm-hmm. the act of losing something <laughs> the act of being lost yes yes grammar fun fact don't say loosing when you mean losing thank you thank you so much teacher Claire. our grammar lesson for the week i think it needs to be uh i think it needs to be put out there a lot more often because social media really showed us how poorly people spell <laughs> so bad I used to be a real stickler for like little things. I'd be like, that doesn't, a comma doesn't go there. Yeah. And now I have like really lowered my standards. Yeah, really lower standards. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. No, that should have been a semicolon. People like literally yeah. no one uses semicolons. It's like, but you yeah. could use a semicolon. Yeah. It's, it's real bad. Semicolons go in lists where your list pieces have commas within them. Mm-hmm. That one's hard to explain by verbally. You kind of have to see that one. <laughs> you have to see that one. But it would be like the flags were red, comma, white, comma, and blue, colon, green, comma, red, comma, and yellow, colon, and white, comma, black, comma, and blue, period. Yes. See? Easy. Easy. All right. Also, let's not even get into the Oxford comma because I did just throw Oxford commas in all of those examples. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Again. Yeah. All right. Don't worry. So. All right, let's wrap up with some questions, some lingering questions. What is your current downtime go-to right now? Oh, and I also want people to know what happened to your foot. Speaking of downtime. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can just talk about that real quick. Real I quick. fell down the stairs. Fell down the stairs. <laughs> Short story. Yeah. Um, I've also learned, however, that when you tell people who work in the medical profession that you fell down the stairs, that is like a big red flag for 
domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the ER and Brandon was with me, which is also a red flag, is if like your yeah, significant other go goes with you. With you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I fell down the stairs. And and, and let me explain why. Just so people yeah. who are like, what does that mean? It's most of the time when you're in a domestic violence situation, they the abusive partner is so controlling that they need to know exactly what you're going to say. So that's a controlling way to be like, oh, I'm so supportive. But in actuality, they're trying to control you, making sure that totally. you're not saying something that they don't want you to say. Okay. Totally. Yes. And Not related I, at so, all to your scenario. <laughs> not related at all to my scenario because Brandon came home from work to pick me up and take me to the hospital. Correct. So I was walking down the stairs. And I've fallen down these stairs before, um, a couple, like at the beginning of the year, I fell all the way down them and like got broke a cereal bowl. I was holding a bowl of Cheerios. And so it kept me from holding onto the railing. And this time I was walking down the stairs. I got really lucky. I only fell, I, I slipped, I slipped down like three stairs and I was so worried and miles was right in front of me. And I was so worried about hitting miles that I, I think this is what happened. I, tried to land really fast because I was worried about taking him out. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, I came down on the top of my like trailing foot and basically just came down with my full weight and folded my foot, the top of my foot in half. And the tendon that connects my foot to like my big toe got pulled so hard that it pulled a little piece of bone off of my like if okay so if you think if you think about your big toe you have like the knuckle that's actually part of your big toe that bends it and then you have that really big knuckle that's kind of at the top of your foot Mm -hmm. and so that is where a little piece of bone got pulled off it's called an avulsion fracture (sighs) yeah so it wasn't great anyway I was really lucky so I slipped I fell on my butt I didn't fall on my back or my head or my belly could have been way, way, way worse. Mm-hmm. Um, likely because I'm pregnant and being pregnant gives you this hormone called relaxin, which does exactly what it sounds like. It relaxes all your tendons and ligaments to prepare you for the act of giving birth, but it kicks in pretty early. Likely because of that, I did not actually injure my tendon. It allowed the tendon to stretch. Whereas mm-hmm. if I hadn't been pregnant, likely the tendon would have torn or pulled a lot worse or something. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I went to the ER. It was I mean, I'm in a boot for like <sighs> four to six That's weeks. Such a pain. It's such a pain. Yeah. So what have you been doing for downtime? Because you now you need I don't like have, you know. Now like, you need- weirdly, I don't have a ton of downtime. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I know that's weird because I don't, like, have a job. But I do have a lot of, like, little projects all the time. And pretty much when I'm not, I mean, I have a lot of appointments. I go to the chiropractor a lot, that kind of thing. Like, if I have downtime, I'm pretty much taking a nap. Yeah. So nap's your downtime. That's naps really my good. downtime. Yeah. yeah. Lately, I've been doing a lot of Brain FM. When I, like, today I sat on my deck and I listened to, like, I have a hard time like taking naps or like making myself sit down to take a nap. So like today was just beautiful. So I was like, oh, I could actually like plug in Brain FM and they have a bunch of settings where you either do like recharge, nap, sleep, whatever, meditate. So I put in recharge, turn that on. 45 minutes later, I mean, it was like the most beautiful nap I've ever had. I was like, this is so great. I'm in the sunshine. I'm listening to Brain FM. And it just like takes your brain through this like lovely sleep. So um, I've been trying to do more of that lately. After the Becky Campbell episode where she was like, you need to just relax and do like stress reduction. Because I, this should parlay into the next question and then we'll wrap up, um, was tips for dealing with anxiety and change is I know we talked a lot about anxiety over the past, you know, five years of of this, but I realized that instead of relaxing and taking care of myself, I'll have a tendency to go, 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 uh, to keep myself busy to kind of avoid any anxieties that I have. And so um, when Becky, when Dr. Becky Campbell was on and she was like, yeah, you need to really do like stress reduction. I'm like, because my reaction was like, ah, I don't want to do that. I'm like, oh crap, I think I need to do that. So that's um, been trying to implement that more. But the question around like tips for anxiety and change, I mean, truly is just the very, not cliche, but the go-to of like self-care, which I know we can kind of cringe at that sometimes, but it more has to do with being aware that things are going to get hard and that it's not going to last forever. 
and that every single thought that you have, it does not mean it is true. And that when we're, we're in an anxious state, we constantly grab for stories to kind of like ease our anxiety. So we start making up things in our head and we're really good at that. Um, and we're always scanning for the negative, which I just recently was reading more Shauna core about this, which I love. It's like, we're wired to look for negative things. So just know that about yourself that you're always going to be looking for danger and then anxiety will kind of trip that switch to be like, okay, what if, because you want to prepare, well, you're never going to be able to prepare for everything in life. You're never going to be able to prepare your way out of anxiety. So you just have to do those like mindfulness things. Yes. Meditate. Yes. Go for a walk, do things that re, um, they kind of rejuvenate you instead of like, if you can't meditate, like, I don't think it's really realistic for people to meditate when they're in a heightened anxiety state. That's like going from zero to 60 or 60 to zero. It's just not realistic. So when people are like, oh, just take a deep breath. It's like, actually something that might help you is to like push against the wall with all your energy. If you're like in your office, shut your door and just like push against the wall or like grab something like really like a stress ball and like squeeze it or like, I was going to say that, like, I mean, I think there's two different like components to this question. The first one is like long-term, what can you do to help manage your anxiety? And I think that's like, go to therapy. You know, I really don't think, and so the episode that I did with Noelle about postpartum mood disorders, we talked a lot about like, there's, there's no base requirement. There's no minimum requirement for going to therapy. No, there's like, not. you don't no. have to be Mm-mm. in any sort of crisis situation. Yeah. Well, I guarantee you, I guarantee you You'll every find single something to talk about. Yeah. But not only that, but I guarantee you every single one of you out there listening is thinking, well, I won't. I mean, if I sat in the therapist's office, they're just going to be like, well, you don't really have much to talk about. Like I guarantee you, cause yeah. almost every single person that, that comes to see me, they say, well, I know that I have really good things going on in my life and this is probably not as bad as other people. Like they always downplay their problems mm-hmm. and they're always like, well, someone has it worse than me, or at least I don't have it. Yeah. this." And I'm like, look, your experience is your experience. So yep. yes, I do. Like, it's very nice and compassionate of you to recognize that there's other suffering in the world, but that doesn't take away from your suffering and the fact that you just need to deal with it, how you deal with it. So what, my, it's, yeah, it's my, constantly comparing other tragedies to what they're going through and being like, well, at least I don't have it this bad. Well, okay. And so one time I read something that was like saying that you don't have the right to be upset because other people have it worse is like saying you don't have the right to be happy because other people have it better. And we don't think it think about life like that. However, chances are someone has it better than you. Yeah. That doesn't keep you from being happy. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But just, you know, and so what we try to justify, mm-hmm. and I think it's a way of like making ourselves feel better. Like I think it's a great coping Absolutely. mechanism. Absolutely. It's and like it's that perspective. important to have that perspective. It's, yeah. a, it's a totally important. Like you mm-hmm. can't go around wallowing being like, my life is the worst. And it's like, right. well, your life's really not the worst. Right. But and it's kind at of the like same a- time, it doesn't negate the fact that like we all have crap in our lives. Right. And there are professionals to help you deal with that crap. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So don't ever, don't ever kind of downplay or think that like some, someone has it worse than you. So you shouldn't go to therapy. Just, it, it, I really agree with that. Like there really is no minimum requirement of like walking into no. a therapist's office. Like they're not going to look at you and go, well, well gosh, yeah, you've got no problems. Get out of my office. Like, give me a break. That's just not going to happen. I promise. And if they, if it does happen, you should report them to the licensing board. <laughs> well, I think there's there's that. There's like the, you know, the bigger like, okay, yeah. what can you do over time sure. to kind of manage chronic anxiety? Yes. And that's like for things sure. that you like care. And then there are those things where it's like, I am having a really hard week mm-hmm. or a really hard day or I yeah. have a meeting coming up that's really spiking yeah. my anxiety. Yeah. And those are the times when it's like the, you know, the stuff like that you have the tips you've given me where you're like, get out of your car, walk around, like flap your hands around, mm-hmm. push against the steering wheel. Like mm-hmm. don't try to calm yourself down. Yeah. Those are the let moments. Go yeah. Low yeah. And let it out. Yeah. And you know, like you, like we've all had that feeling and I get it a lot where you feel like there's like electricity built up in you. Mm-hmm. And if you try to just calm it down, I don't like, it doesn't it help. It makes it worse. Yeah. You just gotta like let drunk legs out. You know, mm-hmm. like go for a let jog around dr- the block. Let your drunk like, legs go. Yeah. Let your flag fly. And yeah, go into the bathroom, flap your arms around, like, you know, jump up and down, squeeze your face and then let it go. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. find those little things that you can do that make you like, feel like you're physically like, letting it out. Yeah. Out just like I mean, if you have a place where you can just scream. Yeah. 
sounds great, but I don't know that that many places where you could right. just do that. Scream into a pillow or something or go in your car, lock your car and like scream and I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was at my last job. I used to do that all the time. I'd be just uh-huh. driving down the road and I'd just scream mm-hmm. at the top. I used to do that at my old job too. I would, oh man. You're Memories. doing that. Maybe look for a new job. Yeah. That's the sign. Like that would my old job. I would be crying in my car and yelling in my car. Wow. That hasn't happened a long time. That's a good sign. <laughs> but right, yeah, I think one, one I, more fun one. Yeah. I think just wrapping that, that up though, like really quick. Yeah. Cause I like this past week, I've had a really rough week. Like just like, it's a little more heightened stress at work, which I know is the ebb and flow, but I noticed that my tendencies to want to be like, screw this. I don't want to deal with this. And I just had to take a step back and be like, wait a minute, this is all a part of life. Like you're going to get handed tough weeks and not every week's going to be perfect. Like it's one thing if it's like chronic stress where you're screaming your car and crying, but it was just something where I was like, oh, I'm noticing myself being like, almost like dreading problems because I don't know, it just like put me in a bad mood. I'm like, actually, this is, this is something like it's going to come up. It's not forever and we can get through it. Okay. One last fun one. Oh, what is Miles going to dress up for for Halloween? Oh, he's being a rocket ship. Oh. Yeah, it's perfect. It's like this little um, backpack that just is like a little felt rocket ship. Uh-huh. It's pretty much the best costume for someone who doesn't want to wear a costume. Cannot. He's really, he's in this stage right now where he's really particular about what he wears. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like today he changed his underwear four times. It's fine. Yeah. Because like he would be like walking around, you know, like I was doing laundry and he'd like see a pair of underwear he had preferred. Yeah. To be like, why am I wearing black underwear when I could have Batman underwear on? Yeah, totally. On go the Batman underwear. Yeah. So he's like, he changed his shirt. You know, just he's very particular about what he's wearing right now. Nothing makes me more excited about this time of year when you know kids just want to wear their costumes 24-7 and you see those families at the grocery store with all their kids in costume because their kids are probably like, this is my costume for like the next month. Sorry. Yeah. And the parents are like, do it. I don't even care. Not fighting that battle yeah yeah miles is the opposite i knew it was going to be hard to get him into a costume and mm-hmm. so we just got him like the lowest commitment costume possible it's sure. great just literally like a little backpack that you yeah. wear that has a little rocket on yeah it. i love it yeah that's great and then i was at whole foods checking out and the checker was like asking miles oh what are you gonna be for halloween and he was like i'm gonna be a rocket ship and the checker looks at me and goes you should be a planet i was like i'm just gonna pretend you didn't say that well, did she mean it in the sense of like she saw it was you were a, it was a young or? guy, and I oh. I just I'm hoping he didn't. I, I'm hoping that it was an honest comment, right? Because you know, like the the whole food saying, like it's pretty tall, maybe totally. he didn't see my belly. Yeah, I don't. I'm, think ho- he, I'm just I'm trying to think, give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but I kind of had this moment where I was like, okay, <laughs> if that maybe, was a- <laughs> I'm gonna try to not take that personally. <laughs> It's fine. Oh, man. Anyway, I am not going as a planet. Yeah, I'm going as don't. a scarecrow because I have those overalls and then I have a big awesome. hat. Perfect. It's a scarecrow costume. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Is, is JT dressing up? Um, we have a bat costume for him. Oh, yeah. And we also, I kind of like switch things out. He has like a police uh, costume and we've got a couple things that I usually just swap out through the week. Because people love it. But I love watching like families traipse around with their kids. I think it's just the cutest thing ever. And especially the kids that like like are super into wearing their costume for like three months straight. Yeah, so, I love right. it. Okay. Right. So that's it for this oh, week. Yeah. Um, what other announcements do we have? This is like end of October. Other than supporting our sponsor, Ned, helloned.com discount code GGW. I think that's it. Other than our like big news, I, I was pretty surprised that people were really excited about two episodes a week. I hope we can li- live up to this. <laughs> I know. Part of me's like, oh gosh, I hope it'll let I you will guys say, down. Though, I, before we hit record, we were like, yeah. what are we going to talk about this week? I'm like, I don't know. I yeah. feel like this went pretty well. It really did go well. The, we can make this happen. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, more recording makes you better at recording. It like, does. I True. think if when there's too much time that goes by, I feel like it's just like, oh, we got to pick up the pace again. But whenever yeah. we have like spouts of just recording one after the other, I feel like it just goes by really fast. But we have some really good interviews for you guys coming up too. So hopefully you like those as well. In addition to the the Joy and Claire Flair episodes. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself for that. Did you know that my rafting nickname was Claire de Flair? No. Yeah. I and mean, when you're a raft guide, you know everybody gets like stupid nicknames. Didn't know that. And um it's like a it's like a thing. I just and like the I like the paddle high five. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's not a real thing. Oh. I, ne- I never, pa- I never Dang. got any paddle boats. Okay. I only did the oar boats because okay. all the people I took had disabilities. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. Claire de Flair. Claire de Flair because I always had like little things. Like I had like a pink helmet and like oh. I always had like little, you know, I always wore like costumes to the like dinner. I would have done. <laughs> yeah. Why not? And I always wrote, anyway, that was my nickname. Okay. Claire Dufler. Awesome. I, there was another much longer nickname that I don't need to get into, but. Yeah. Maybe next the, time? <laughs> the Claire Flair rhyme. It's a, <laughs> it's a classic. Well, I would like to request if you're listening to this episode. Actually, I don't care when you're listening to this episode because I appreciate these pictures all year round. If you would like to post uh, a photo and tag us of your children dressed up in costume or your pets in costume, Share them on our Facebook page or just tag us on Instagram. I I can't tell you how much it just like makes my day to see kids in costume or pets in costume. It's like one of the highlights of my day. Anytime I see it. So great. So I would great. like to so that's my request for you. Other than that, eat some candy. Happy Halloween. It's November Happy 1st. Day after Halloween. All that good stuff. <laughs> Happy Please Christmas Pray for me uh running the marathon and Bye. Bye.